You're listening to Carl and Catherine on 88.3 Southern FM. Happy Monday to you, the 12th of May, April for 2021. <laughs> how am I going? April, how are you doing? <laughs> well, I wasn't too sure. I've never been good at maths. It's I, April. I, I've got to say, Bianca, I'm like that too. It's not until about the 20th of a day, of a month that I'm sort of across it. So that's fine by me. I should have known because we are... In, we've just passed Easter, and that means we go into April. So 12th of April for 2021. We're underway for the start of a new week, the start of a Monday. It's Monday breakfast. After our breakfast banger coming up, we're getting into the weekend wrap. Five minutes past seven. Good morning to you. Morning. Eight minutes past seven on 88.3. Time to get into the weekend wrap. We wrap up what's happened across the weekend. That we do. And hey, Friday took a little bit of a turn. Obviously, sad news coming out of the royal family, Bianco, with the Duke of Edinburgh, Prince Philip, passing away at the age of 99. Mm. Married for 70 plus years, seven decades. Yeah, it was really sad news. He wasn't looking very well when he did get released from hospital after a month stint earlier uh, a few weeks ago. And, uh, yeah, unfortunately passed away. Yeah, so I think his funeral's on Saturday, 11 o'clock Yeah, and Britain have night. gone yeah. into a week of mourning this week, yeah. understandably as well, for uh, one of the most well-known monarchs across the world. Mm-hmm. Mm. Very sad news. Rest in peace. The Duke of Edinburgh, Prince Philip. In other news across the weekend, a concerning incident happening or happened in South Yarra involving a 20-year-old Cheltenham man. It's alleged that he was stabbed. So if you were around the area of South Yarra across the weekend when this event did unfold, police are asking you to contact Crime Stoppers on 1-800-333-000. Absolutely. And obviously, the weekend here in Melbourne was full with some crazy weather, Bianco. Yeah. But our friends in WA have had a particularly crazy moment with the weather, um, with a cyclone passing through at 8pm as a Category 3 storm last night, with reports of power outages and property damage. Wow. Which is pretty full on, so stay safe everybody, and let's hope that power's back on soon. Well, we also encountered some wild weather across the weekend. It's believed, on average, up in the mountainous areas, 20 to 40 centimetres of snow fell across the weekend. Some areas it was up to 70 to 90 centimetres as well. So Yeah, winter we, isn't coming, guys. It's here. It's here. Full-fledged here. In a big way, and summer's long gone. I know. Instant I, memory. I still can't believe we can go from 30 degrees on, what was it, Thursday, to 12 degrees I've got Saturday. actual whiplash from the weather. It is Ooh. crazy. It's almost like you have to have a wardrobe in your car now just to change because you just don't know what the weather's going to do. Well, the sunburn I had last Monday has <laughs> certainly <laughs> gone very quickly. Wow. Another thing that's happened across the weekend from midnight last night into today, Greater Brisbane, Gladstone and the Byron areas have now been downgraded to green zones by the Victorian government as uh, in accordance with the traffic system we've had in place when it comes to travelling. Anybody wanting to return from those areas, however, will still require a permit to enter Victoria. There you go. There you go. That's local. your weekend wrap. That is your weekend wrap. A lot of local footy returning for the first time as well. You were amongst it on Saturday. I did. I went down and had a look at the game at Dingley in the Southern League. And as we reported across the weekend, Dingley won comfortably there. They're a powerhouse. But it's just good to see local sport and local footy back. Did you get a killer python, Bianco? No. <laughs> it's been a long time since I had one of those. I think the last time I had one of those, it was when I actually killed the football because I was <laughs> not good at it. <laughs> anyway... 
You can text us in anytime, 0404-000736. That's your weekend wrap on a Monday. It's Carl and Catherine here on 88.3 Southern FM. Look, I came across a story and it's involving a couple. Male, a female, harmless day out. Well, somewhat harmless in a sense that they decided to go skydiving. Oh, gosh. But they were in a minority. Well, maybe they're in the majority here. I don't <laughs> okay. quite know. I, I would say probably the first option, the minority, because yep. I've never really heard of this happening before. But okay. Oh, no. You know, this struck my attention. They were skydiving and they decided they wanted to get a bit intimate during the skydive. What? <laughs> yes. How is that even possible? I don't know. It didn't end well, though. I could imagine. Well, they just... They decided to ride it so well that... Uh, excuse me? As they approached the ground, they forgot to let their parachute <gasps> go. Are they alive? Yes, they are. Minimal in- injuries as well. How? They literally fell out the I sky. I know. They managed to get their parachute out in time just, but it wasn't as out as what it wow. should be. Well, there you go, guys. The next time someone says to you, love just doesn't fall out of the sky, it actually does, apparently. In this instance, Ouch. it definitely did. I know. What would possess somebody to do that? I'm sorry, but why? Wouldn't you think? Are they like seasoned skydivers? There's no way on your first time skydiving you would do that. There is no way. Also, wouldn't that have to be, someone would have to be the backpacker, surely, because how awkward would that have been? (laughs) There were (laughs) third and fourth people involved. Well, it was a thing. What is going on with people? They're both adrenaline junkies. Well, clearly. They thought, look, <laughs> why not have a crack at it while you're in the air? I love the fact that you had to genuinely question whether this was a thing that majority people do. Incredible. Well, I don't know. Wow. You have to be pretty skilled to do it, obviously. <laughs> Thankfully, all are okay. But I'd love to know when you've done something for the first time and then you might have included something you probably shouldn't have while you were doing it. Could have been anything. Extra spice. Let's jump out of the sky, you know. Like it could be anything. Like that is a lot of cardio. You might have gone to the golfing range for the first time, went to go hit a good one, and you've used two sticks instead of one. I don't know. (laughs) That sounds like a Carl Bianco anecdote. No, I can't say. That was too ahead of your in (laughs) your brain. (laughs) Yeah, that was too specific. I don't recall doing that at the driving range when I was younger. I don't think so. Though the driving range I did go to is closed now, so. I'm sorry. Side note. I don't think I've got a story that could even come close to topping that. That is, that's blown my mind. It's pretty amazing, isn't it? I've just got so many questions. (laughs) I know, I've got a lot of questions too. I don't know where to start, but this couple wasn't foreign to anybody. They're on a television series. What? A bit of an adrenaline television series, apparently. So, yeah, the plot thickens, literally. Wow. Let us know. 0404 When have you tried to do something while you're doing something else and how'd it go for you? Yeah, when have you multitasked? Are you good at multitasking? I'm not. Hey, Bayside, I want to know, what is your weird hobby? Now, I don't know if you saw this article over the weekend, Bianco, but it's quite remarkable. A woman has gone live on her certain social media yeah. to show the results of a project that she's been working on for 12 months. Oh, this never ends well. 
Now, the project is she realized, like a lot of us do, particularly if you've got longer hair, you shed hair all the time. It just falls out your head. You just don't realize. You'll brush your hair. There's hair everywhere. Is that alopecia? No. Serious question. No, you actually just, your hair just, mul- you oh. just molt, man. Okay. Getting my winter coat. <laughs> oh, sorry. Oh, just losing a bit of hair. Oh, look, that's a big bunch today. <laughs> Not like clumps, like as in strand by strand. Anyway, so this lady has decided, instead of just vacuuming it up like a normal person, she decided to use it for a project. So every time she saw a stray strand of hair on the carpet or on a jacket or whatever, she would collect it, Bianco, and put it in a bag to see how much she could collect. Right. Now, what she has done with this... Has made a wig? Yes. Okay. She has made herself a set of hair extensions out of her own hair that she can walk around in, with, which is her hair, Strand by strand it took her. And it's just kind of blown my mind a little bit. I'm sickened, but I'm also a little bit impressed. Yeah. Who, like, I just wish my brain could go to those sort of places where I'm like, I'm going to be that resourceful that I'm going to learn how to make extensions and then use my hair to glue it all together. Like, imagine walking into someone's house and seeing a work in progress like that. You've never been there when I've had a haircut, but you could actually put a wig together with the hair that comes off my head. True yeah, story. Same with mine. You should see it. Really? Yeah, because um, Ricky, my hairdresser, he likes to um, put more shape into my hair. So even though I don't lose it in length, in volume, he literally gets the scissors, splits them in half and just splits my hair. It's okay. amazing. But yeah, I just thought that was really impressive. People are sort of divided as to where you want to sit on the fence with that project. Because when you think about it, hair extensions, you're either buying someone else's hair or you're getting fake hair or horse hair. Why not use your own? Yeah, that's fair. Maybe people should come up with like a, I don't know, a club where you can get together and glue wigs together with the hair. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know. It could be a good hobby for some. I like my own hair. I like the feel of it. As soon as it's gone, I want to put it to a good cause. Yeah, because when you think about it, your hair, as soon as it comes out of your head, it's dead. So it's the exact same thing. It's just falling out of your hair. Have you ever observed a big bunch of your hair over a long time? I'm sorry, what? Like once you've cut your hair... Grabbed a bunch of it and just left it there and seen whether or not it's gone grey over the years. It doesn't. Fun fact for you. Did you just top the hobby? Is that what you do? No, no, I'm just... I'm not trying to get... I don't know. As I, I, again, just like the (laughs) the golf thing before, that came too quickly. No, well, I did find my baby book not too long ago and I found that my hair hasn't really changed too much. Yeah, me either, actually. Yeah. That's pretty gross, though, when you actually open it up, the bits of hair are just sort of like... I'm surprised, though. I've gone from having dark hair when I was first born Mm -hmm. to blonde to darker again. Yeah, well, my brother, he's got the same hair colour as me, which is a very dark brown, born red hair. What? Yeah. How does that happen? No idea. Hey, speaking of red hair, I've got a story for you a little bit later and it involves that. Oh, there you go. These are teas, guys. You're welcome. No hair. Hello. Hi. Look. I never know what to say clearly <laughs> when you go to that. Anyway, please continue. Well, I just feed off you, so. Or you feed off me. Oh, feed off my show. energy, I can tell you that much. Yeah, we're all about that energy. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to say that with a little bit more enthusiasm? No, not at all. Energy. Energy. Didn't realize Moira from Shit's Creek had arrived. Sorry. Speaking of. Uh, 
Oh, no. <laughs> I read an article across the weekend. It was related to lifestyle. And look, sometimes we get a bit gassy, it's fair to say. Oh, no. Yes. Yeah, I know. Really? After Friday's show, we have to get back to this? What about, what happened Friday? What are we? Did I miss something? Jack, do you want to chime in here? Oh, honestly, I can't remember what I did on Friday. You're lucky you didn't do anything, Bianco. Didn't um, you? But apparently I... Uh... Oh, yes. The sound <laughs> came right. from... Yes. Uh, Bit yeah. of strategic rubbing on the chair. <laughs> strategic rubbing on air. What are you doing? <laughs> Go away. Get out. Well, come on. You came off there and you said, you know what? I didn't actually fart. It was just the chair. Anyway. They are squeaky chairs. Anyway, speaking of farts, <laughs> there, <laughs> there was a story that came out across the weekend. There's a ask a doctor question and feedback section of a news site. And on this section, said person asked doctor... The D doctor, how many times is it acceptable to let go of some gas at your rear end a day? People are having their breakfast here. Look, I'm sorry. I'm but sorry if you're having baked beans. You are exactly you the right. Rest of the day. Anyway, please continue. There was no question that said if you have baked beans, does it bring up that number? But doctor responded by saying it's perfectly normal to fart, and the average person, well, what, how do you define the average person? Well, that's the question, next question I'm asking the doctor. Well, they're just averaging. Obviously, they've done some survey. The average person stinks up the place 18 times a day. 18? Uh, 10 to 18, sorry. <laughs> 10 to 18 times a day and could fill a party balloon with the gas. Ew, what? I know. No. Now, this is another interesting fact about farting. Exercise doesn't cause you to fart. So let's rule that out of what's causing an issue with your flatulence. A balloon. A balloon. What is wrong with people? Okay. So this is even more interesting about farting that I didn't realize. It occurs in two different ways. They derive from eating and drinking. When we eat, we swallow small amounts of air that eventually need to be released by either burping or farting. Now that's very, very interesting. Mm. You think it's so clever playing nowhere now, don't you? That was not intentional. Uh, a likely story. No, no. I was thinking no hair and then I forgot that I was going into what I'm going into right now. Basad, I'm so sorry. But this is what you need to know. Because I'm sure there were people that was... Sorry. I got a little excited and hit the microphone. It wasn't me fluffing. <laughs> I'm sure I'm not the only one that's been curious about this because sometimes you just get on a bit of a roll and <laughs> I don't know. I'm just saying it's perfectly normal. Look, I'll be honest, it hasn't really crossed my mind whether it could fill a balloon, to be honest with you. Um, that I would love, actually I don't want to know, but my mind does wander to how they know that for a fact. Like was there actual experimentation done with that? I don't know. But Wow. Always trust the doctor. They generally know what they're talking about. So, if you've just joined us, the average human farts 10 to 18, 10 to 18 <laughs> times a day. You're welcome. I've debunked it. I've worked have it out. Have you, though? I think I have. But again, the next question I'm asking is, what's the average human? Have we just started a Dr. Carl segment? Is that what's just happened? I'm not a qualified doctor in any way. Neither is Dr. Carl. Isn't he? 
He's an actor. He's a character. Oh, you're talking about that Dr. Carl. Yeah. I was thinking oh, of no. the actual Dr. Did, Carl. I met oh. I met Dr. Carl. Um, great guy. He wrote a book um in a book for me once. May or may not have paid money because he was a celeb. I was okay. young. I've got it's a beautiful note. It's very inspiring, actually. Well, thanks for sharing that with us. Mm. It really enlightened my day knowing that you'd seen Dr. Carl before. And I wish I could say the same about that segment, but um, tune in next week. We're going to be talking about Omega 3 with Dr. Carl. Tuna's good for you. It is very good for you. That's not your only source of Omega 3, but maybe I'll delve into that next week on the next edition of Find Out Fun Facts About You. Is that why you've got a blazer on today? <laughs> no, it's actually... All you need is a pen in your pocket and you're done, and your bachelor's degree on Can the Can you bathroom. get me one? I would love to have a pen in my pocket. Oh, no. It's time in the show that we really need to just tell everybody to get it together. Okay. And I know that it's a bit of a weird jump from the last segment, but I saw something on social media over the weekend that it hasn't angered me, but I'm just really disappointed. Now, a lot of crazy stunts happen on social media. We see it all the time. People doing crazy things for views. Yeah. And one person just took it a little too far over the weekend and she is from an acrobatics background, so obviously can do really cool stuff. Yep. And so she just decided one day, woke up and was like, you know what will get me viral on a certain social media app? What? I am going to go to my supermarket. I am going to go to the freezer aisle and I'm going to do a backflip. Now. Why? Exactly. Unfortunately for this person, it didn't go as planned, however where she waited for people to clear the aisles and she's set up her little tripod, which, you know, not saying that's embarrassing, but, you know, come to your own conclusion. And But the thing is, though, Bianco, we obviously know that the freezer aisle has a really slippery floor and it's also freezing, so I don't know why you'd want to go there. Anyway, she is in slides, which is never a good idea at a supermarket. You slide around anyway. And she set her tripod up, has gone for the flip... Shoe slip, completely face plant. And don't tell me, she ended up hitting all the watermelons. Have you been to a freezer aisle? No, but I, well, yes. But I was imagining that maybe she was near the end of the freezer aisle, which could have been close to other obstacles. Mate, everybody knows, freezer aisle on one side of the supermarket, fresh fruit on the other. Okay, well maybe this was a particularly small supermarket and it might have been closer than no, usual. No, 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 no. Anyway, she has face planted, oh. and then of course everybody wants to go to the freezer aisle because it's a very popular aisle. There's a lot of things in there that people. Oh, of need. course, yeah, no doubt. And people have found her sprawled across the floor, which is embarrassing. But then they saw the filming of the material, and yeah, she posted it anyway. That would hurt a lot, and as you can imagine, mixed reviews on the socials. One being, "Why are you doing that?" and two, "Why can't you execute it?" Yeah, but like. When are we going to draw the line in the sand and say that is enough? Like, imagine going to the supermarket and seeing that. Like, you just want to go and get your bananas and your cereal. Well, speaking of supermarkets, a mate of mine posted a post on social media yesterday. And he was at his locale mm-hmm. looking for some utensils to use in his kitchen. Because supermarkets do sell things like that, like, you know, whiskers. Is that what you call them? What do they call them? A whisk. Whisk, yeah. <laughs> whiskers is cat food. Meow. Uh, but they have those, you know, pots and pans to some degree. He's gone looking for them in his mm-hmm. local supermarket. Some genius has decided to eat half an apple and also get stuck into some two-minute noodles and leave them 
in that area. I mean, come on, we're better than that, aren't no, we? No, well, when I went to do my last minute Easter shopping a couple of weeks ago, Easter egg aisle, some people were so stressed out oh, they no. cracked into the eggs and were eating them. That's... And they were opened Easter eggs with big bites out of them. That's poor. I know we have high production of Easter eggs. Yeah. We're in a pandemic, fam. So... I had to make sure that the eggs I was buying were socially distanced from the chewed ones. <laughs> This isn't what I need. Stock is limited as it is. No, not when it comes to chocolate. They're still selling Easter eggs. Yeah, but not when it counted. They've done a restock now. Oh, have they? Mm. Oh, yeah. It's all the clearance stuff now. Yeah. Get it for Easter in 2022. Well, will it still be okay in 12 months' time? I wouldn't think so. No, I wouldn't have thought so. There's nothing worse than when you open up some chocolate and it's got that white stuff on it. And you're like, Oh, now come on. We don't need to hear about that when we're eating breakfast. That's okay, poor. is that where we draw the line? That's really poor from you. Yeah, anything before 7.30 is okay. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> uh, a few showers expected today. 17 degrees right now. We're on 11. This is Timmy Trumpet for your Monday morning. A very amazing thing was released last week. Amazing. Yeah, by the Bayside Council. I pay attention to what they have to say. Good. You should. And I think Jack will even like this one. He'll get around this. The top five pooch names. Oh! <gasps> Of Bayside. Okay. What do you think would be number five? Ooh. Are we going real generic names, though? Like no, Fluffy. Little, they're and... pretty generic, but a little left to field in All some right. occasions. I would say Fluffy. Eh. Good, because no, that's not a name. I'll give you a hint. Number five, we have a radio presenter at the radio station that shares the same name as number five. Michael. Nope. <laughs> Imagine that as a dog's name. Sorry, no. No, go on. Not, Let us gi- know. not giving away anything? By me saying that? Carl. No. Carl the cat. Catherine. Catherine. Nope. No, we're talking about dogs. We're talking about dogs. Thank you. I will make that happen one day, though. Do you give up? Yep. Molly. Oh, actually, I know a lot of dogs named Molly, or knew a lot of dogs named Molly. Oh, you didn't have to take it down that path. I just wanted to honour the Molly's past and present. I'm sorry. Good. Thank you. And may they rest their souls. (laughs) Number four. On the list, what do you think would be number four? I don't know. Can we just run through the list? I feel like no, no. I'd like to play a guessing game here. Number Uh, four, after a sort of duel, Jade. No, (laughs) get it about no, a duel. (laughs) Yeah, like or like a crystal. I don't know what you'd sort of define it as. It's a distinct color, maybe similar to your headphones. Ruby. Correct. Thank you. See, I can. I know what's going on. Number three. I'm going to make these easy yeah, for you now. Thank you. Number three, beautiful in Italian. Bella. Correct. Now we're getting People somewhere. People are really calling their dogs Bella. Yes. Wow. Well, the Bayside Council. No, this is in the Bayside yeah. area. So they must. <laughs> they must conduct. Imagine a someone survey. knocking doors. What's your dog's name? What's your dog's name? No, no obviously well, it's all the Rego papers. Now, no, but the reason why they've released this is because for those who didn't know. Pet registrations were due mm-hmm. on the 10th of April. Yep, they were. So it was a couple of days ago. If you haven't paid for your little fluffy friend, then you need to. It's yes. overdue now. Mm-hmm. Number two, what goes into chocolate? No one's calling their dog milk. No. <laughs> no. Eh. What goes into chocolate? What goes into chocolate? What's a key ingredient of chocolate? Cocoa. Correct. Boom. Not loco. Cocoa. And the number one, we were talking, it also kind of relates back to chocolate a little bit. If you base it off a conversation we had probably this time last week, think of it. Number one may involve chocolate being produced somewhere. Oh, wow. You're not giving me much today with this one. (laughs) 
Come on. You're, you're better than this. Oh, I really am not. I've got a golden ticket. Willy Wonka. Charlie. Correct. We got there. 8.13 on a Monday. We finally got there. <laughs> I so. was this close to saying Augustus. I'm just like... <laughs> <laughs> Which is going to be the name of my next job. About Veruca? No. Augustus Gloop. Violet. Augustus Gloop. Yeah. That greedy nincompoop. Like, I don't want to be a hater. Great names, but Norman wins. I'm sorry. I'm actually surprised there's not more Fifi's out there. Me too. No, but Fifi had her moment like 10 years ago. Oh, now No. (laughs) No, Well, to be fair, we did get her 11 years ago. Yeah, exactly. And at the time, everyone called their dog Fifi. It ends in an E sound. And it was probably 11 years ago that you started using them. I speak nothing but the truth. Thank you. So the top five names for... That took way longer than we <laughs> For little dogs or dogs little in general. Little dog. Not, that, not always little. Mine is. So is mine. Charlie is number one. Coco is number two. That's what I call my dead rabbit. Bella is number three. <laughs> Ruby is number four. And Molly is number five. You're welcome, Bayside. There you go. Well, a little update there. If you're picking up a little puppy today, you've got options now. You have. They're your potential options. Or just go something left the field, maybe like Jeff. I don't know. Hey, Bianco. I Hi. love stories like this. Yeah. Now, a lady over the weekend had a really big Saturday night, and she just happened to be at a restaurant afterwards, just trying to recover. And she looks across the table and she goes, oh, my goodness. Louis Thoreau, I love your work. He's sitting across the table. And he had starred in some of her favourite television shows. So who was she not to deny herself an opportunity to go over and say hello to him? Mm. So she's had many a drink by this point, right? Heads over and Mm. she has this amazing conversation with Louis Thoreau. And says how much she loves him. They have a full photo shoot. Like, not just one picture, a full photo shoot talking. And she just said, this has made my life, rah, rah, rah. I can't believe I met him. She wakes up the next morning and goes, I can't believe I met Louis Thoreau. I just cannot believe it. Let's go back and look at the pictures just to reflect on the night that was. Opens up her camera roll. That's not Louis Thoreau. Mm -mm. (laughs) Mm-mm. So some absolute legend of a person has seen her be so excited. He just rolled yep. with it. Yep. Wow. Another case of mistaken identity. That's it. But I just, oh, I love that so much. But can you imagine how embarrassing, like the secondhand embarrassment I get off that story is off the charts, but I love it at the same time. Like that is amazing. No, I love those stories that you hear of mm-hmm. people that have a case of mistaken identity. You're out in a place, you're like, oh, that's Eric Banner. Well, no, it happened to me recently not. with Dicko from Australian Idol. <laughs> Didn't end yes. well. You seem to have a lot of encounters like this. Yeah, and I and I was sober. That's the thing. How many times have you gone to tap someone on the shoulder saying, oh, so lovely to oh, have you in my store? But you know what the problem is now with me is that after the Dicko one, that was just one celebrity sighting too far. See, so I really second guess but myself. But I now. actually have seen Dicko in the flesh before, unlike yep. you. Yeah. Was it an exciting experience? Not really. No. No. It was just another experience. But yeah, I really doubled down on myself now. So like I actually served a celebrity like towards the end of last oh, year. I've just realised I've met half of the former judges of don't Australian Don't tell Idol. me that. You know, don't start it again. It's a five-year argument. You interviewed Mark Holden without me. Well, we saw a 
former Australian Idol participant at Costa Weekend. It's the third we time did. we've attended one of our concerts. M. Rossiano. It's becoming a bit of a ritual, a team thing. It is. We will be getting into that a little bit later. Oh, okay. Is, there was, are we holding off, are we? We are because there were scenes there, which we need to debunk. But, um, oh, yes. I'm glad everybody got out okay, to be honest. It's a very small sort of place anyway. It was, but yeah, I want to know. 0404 who did you think you met but you actually didn't? Because I love that so much. Well, I thought I met a, a lot of people when I was over in America. Oh, okay. Here we go. To Guys, be fair, I saw Will Ferrell, but I actually didn't see Will Ferrell. Can I just say, I did actually see the Olsen twins. That yeah, is that's, definite sighting. But you know what? You don't want to see anyone else. Like, that just no, tops it. It's really funny. when you, If you ever get the chance to go over to America and you go to Beverly Hills, go to the Beverly Hills Hotel. Obviously. Iconic. Because they allow anybody from the public to just walk in. The first Oscars was there. Was it? I'm pretty sure. We'll need to fact check that I'm one. Check it. Hang on, please hold. Do <laughs> you want some hold music there yeah, while you while you do. work that one out? Because I don't think that's factually correct. If you've just joined us, we're trying to work out where the no, first Oscars. No. See, I told it was the you the Roosevelt Hotel. Apologies. Oh. I'm sorry. Let us down again. You know, though, the Logies weren't always hold. A hold held at Crown. Well, can I tell you, producer Jack and I may have ended up there after our escapades on Saturday. Oh, Walked is that what you're going into? Okay. And I said, remember the Logies? They used to walk up the red carpet here. And Carl Stefanovic would sit there and try and recover the next morning. Oh. <laughs> Doesn't happen anymore. <laughs> now you just find another Carl there sometimes after the hours. <laughs> <laughs> now, if you've ever wondered why things hurt so much, it's probably because you're not redhead. Yes, I know. I'm just throwing it out there. You, you probably think that. that is a real outlandish statement. It is. However, it's been revealed that redheaded people have a really high tolerance level when it comes to pain. More so than any other haired people. It's probably because they've had to deal with so many memes over the years, the poor no, things. But I don't know. I was just I read that across the weekend and I was thinking to myself, wow, that is Did a you really read it or you read it? I said I read that. Red hair. Oh, I thought you actually were picking me up on something, and it was just because of a poor gag from you. You know what? You know what your problem is? You've hung out with me for too long. I think it is. I think it actually is. And you know what? There's more problems from that situation than... Is there? (laughs) Anyway, please, carry on with the redhead story. Yeah, well, there was some evidence that came out and re- revealed uh, released. <laughs> He's rattled. You, you have. <laughs> Why did you have to do that? Uh, you you attacked me. Yeah, well, I just, I just clapped back. That was poor from you. Come on. I really read you wrong today. <laughs> yeah, so it's, it's quite amazing really how this has sort of come out and been proven to be a thing. So, look, I'm not saying go out and injure your red-headed friends by I'm any ex- means, but... <laughs> Maybe that it, it does explain a lot, though. You reckon? Well, not really, but it's a story. I thought I'd bring it to your ears on a Monday morning. That's very interesting, though. Yeah, it's like when if you've got blue eyes, um, you're more sensitive to light. True story. That's why I wear sunnies all the time. Hmm. Begs the question. Is it, is it why maybe orangutans have a really long lifespan? No, no, I, I'm just a serious question. I love orangutans I t- so much. I don't mean any malice with that. I just mean, seriously, they tend to live a long life, orangutans. Mm. Well, when they're not 
their natural habitats not being destroyed. Yeah, but can we please get that together, everybody? That's, please. That's a story for another day, and we don't delve into politics on this show. No. <laughs> not when it comes to those matters, anyway. No, but please, get it together. Anyway, let us know. 0404 000736. Have you ever accidentally injured a friend of yours that might have been redheaded? Um- I'm sorry. <laughs> that was their, their tolerance Can we also just make pain. a disclaimer right now? If you've got red hair, we are not saying you're Iron Man, so please don't do no. anything stupid today all to the kids test out the theory. There, don't go to your maid's place and say, you've got red hair, I'm going to push you off the chair. Do not do that. That we- also sounds like a Carl Bianco anecdote right there. Why are we bringing up a lot of anecdotes from my life today? No, I've never pushed a... Mm. <laughs> this is no. Justin Bieber. He's in the Be music. kind to everybody. Beebs, he's trending again. Anyone? What's the name of the song? Over the weekend, we alluded to it a little bit earlier. We had our annual hangout outside of radio as a team. You, me, producer Jack, hit the town. Went yeah. and saw M. Rossiano at the comedy festival. We like going out and having nights out on top of doing what we do on we Mondays We certainly and do. It's a very jarring experience hanging out with the two of you it's out of context. Bonding. But it was fun. Mm. Anyway, um, during the show, however, it was a very funny show and we highly recommend you go and see her when she's in Melbourne next performing. Very, very funny. However, there was another moment in the show, Bianco, that did catch our eye. Yeah. And it begs the question, and I just want to say too, she did come back so it wasn't like a walkout no, on the show. No, 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 no. Um, because that just would not happen in no, an show. Amazing. Mm. But when did you walk out... But your point got missed a little bit because we were watching Em perform and absolutely tear up the stage. And in my peripherals, you were sitting on the aisles. You saw it front and center. I saw it from the distance yeah. and couldn't stop laughing. Some poor person had to walk out for a second and unfortunately did miss a step on the way down. It was a bit like dominoes. <laughs> yeah. A bit of an understatement saying they just missed a step. Yeah, it's it, like when the Berlin Wall was knocked down. It was quite a big fall. It was. It was. <laughs> yeah, she did miss a couple of steps on the way down. Very unfortunate. And um, the attention was dragged from the stage, I'll be honest, mm. for a second. Everyone had to make sure she was okay. But Em just went on with the show. Yeah, well, she couldn't see. It was too far away. Oh, okay. But, you know. Um, but, yeah, I want to know, when did you walk out on something and not do it in a particularly good way? I've done it a few times. You have? Mm. You've fallen down the stairs? Well, I wouldn't say, yeah, actually, <laughs> funny you should say that. You know the gap in between trains? Yeah. I don't know if I've ever brought this up on air before, but there was a period in my life, I don't know if I was too skinny or I just wasn't really paying attention at don't the time. Don't tell me you didn't mind the gap. I didn't mind the gap. And lucky I had my school bag, otherwise it could have been a real catastrophic moment, oh catastrophic gosh. moment a couple of times, because I fell down a the couple. gap. Yes. Unintentionally. I'm, I'm, I'm okay. I didn't fall that far where I got stuck under a train or anything like that, but I kind of had one foot <laughs> lower than the other foot. Are you serious? Yes. Wow. They've since, I think, tightened those gaps in between trains. Yeah, that's a good call. Yeah, but I'm not the only one, I reckon, that's fallen victim to a gap in between yeah, a train. Yeah, lethal the gap. That's why they have you have to mind the gap. You've got oh, to take it seriously. And then there was just one other time where I was at a indoor golf centre during high school, probably around the similar period of my life, and I wasn't paying attention. I thought, wow, wow, it's quite quite a small gap to get through to get down to this area. Didn't realise there were stairs. Oh, dear. Oh, and I was going fine, and all of a sudden, oh, my ankle. (laughs) Not a good feeling at all. No. Well, I used to have a thing in my primary school. When you got into the senior years, we had like an old school double story building. 
And so your classroom was up the stairs and it used to be a running joke in my, in my class how many times I'd fall down the whole flight of stairs because I wouldn't be paying attention and it literally happened at least once a week. Mm. How I didn't break a bone, I don't know. Stairs are deadly. Yeah. I feel like we need more signage around stairs saying, take caution. I mean, we have not we do have some there, but I reckon even more so. Yeah, particularly if I'm around. Like, I need double signage just to really let it sink in that this could be a hazard. I don't really often see stairs with signage that says they are this steep, though. But, but if they were to tell you what the incline was, would that really change things? I no. think so. I think if anything, it would distract me more and I'd look at it and try and figure out how steep it would be and then I'd fall up the stairs. And there's nothing more embarrassing than falling up a stair. So the conclusion I come to out of this conversation is just use an escalator or a lift. Yep. When in doubt. And and take caution when you're in a um, dark theatre because that was nasty. Last time I checked, we do have, well, most people that use smartphones have a light on the back of their phone. Yeah, but you don't want to be that annoying person in a show being no, like, oh, yeah. I can't see. Yeah, and then whoever is running the show might treat it as a bit of a heckler because they will get put off by lights like that. Absolutely. Or they will think they've done something particularly moving and then be confused why no one else has put their light on to sort of, particularly because it was a singing concert as well. Yes. So that would have been a bit jarring if she was singing one of her up and abouts and someone had their light on. But imagine she hits a real high note and yes, you're going up or down the stairs. It's like, oh, it's like, oh, that was enough to make me fall. <laughs> you want to take more caution and maybe not stand up in the middle of a performance yeah, like that. True. Unless it's really desperate. But then it's also an OHS thing a little bit. Anyway, we're not going to delve into that. This is Dean Lewis. It's called Falling Up for your Monday. <laughs> I. Saw a video across the weekend, Mm -hmm. and it had me really intrigued because this young woman has a very amazing talent. Well, some would probably argue otherwise, but have a little listen to this, and and you be the judge of whether or not she has a talent or not. Well, that's some great trumpet playing. Yeah. You know who would like that? Timmy. (laughs) He probably would, I reckon. Maybe he should use that for his next song. Yeah. That's the sound of... A trumpet. Yep. Or so you think anyway. No. <laughs> yeah. No. <laughs> yeah. Uh, she actually is making that noise <laughs> with her mouth. With a leaf or something? No. <gasps> nothing. Just out of her lips. That's incredible. <laughs> no. No. Don't even go there. <laughs> I'm proud of myself for stopping before I even properly committed. I couldn't. Wow. I couldn't do that either. That That's takes amazing. a lot of talent. How do you just one day think, you know what I'm going to do? I'm just going to do the trumpet without the trumpet. I don't know. No, that's not right. They, I call bulltish on that. That's legit. No. Yes. No. How amazing is that? No. I'd love to know, though, if you could do something with your <laughs> face... Make a noise or I impersonate somebody or something. I don't know. Maybe you could. Well, we just had a um, competition off air to see who could be most likely to do a stitch impression. Yeah, and we had a bit of a stitch off. Do you want to try yours on I air? think I broke my voice box from doing Have it. Have a actually. go or do anything. Um, <laughs> not creep the chair, though. <laughs> Where you Does that avoid? not count? No, it's not very impressive. The only thing I can do really well is um, when I was a kid mm. and my pop had um, puppies. He used to breed greyhounds. And he, the only way you could get the dogs to come is if he did this. 
And that's something I've learned to do. I'm and sorry. it actually works. Any dog, if you can't get a dog's attention, you do that, it works. I'm really sorry to Norman, who's listening at home right now. He's triggered. <laughs> he is. But it's actually quite an art because you've got to suck, sort of, you've got to get the um, like the jaw bone and the cheekbones. Do, like, do it again for us. In. Have a crack at it. Okay. Just Work record, on that for the weekend, Catherine guys. is not kissing anybody in the studio. That is just her, well. Try it. No, it's, it's, it's more, like more a of a cheek thing. You gotta like, ooh, no, no, like it's you gotta like, like act as if you. Oh, you're not gonna know how to contour, but oh, is no. that close? No wonder Fifi runs for the hills. No, you don't know that for a fact. You don't live in the Bianco household. Thank you. She actually quite likes sleeping with me in my room. She likes having a presence with her. Anyway, what a presence it is. Anyway, what can you do? Well, I like to think that I can do a pretty good dog, actually. Oh, jeez. Okay, go on then. No? Not good enough? Just because I use the... I'm getting the thumbs down from Colin. Just because I use the dog summoning doesn't mean you have to do that. See, I told you it works, guys. Dog dog world out there. No, I do think I do a good stitch, though. But you go first, because yours was a lot better than mine, apparently. All right, what what line are we using? Do the Ohana Means Family. Oh, hello, Mons Pamela. Pamela Mons. I think that's more on the money than yours. Go okay, on. I'll do mine. <clears throat> oh, hello, Mons Family. And family means nah. nobody gets left behind. As I said to you, it sounds hang on, like Stitch. Hang on. Or oh, forgotten. It sounds like Stitch has gone through puberty when you do it. <laughs> well, it is a man that does the voice. Is it, though? I believe so, yes. Have we got what Stitch actually sounds like? We will get that after this song. Oh, sh- <laughs> Everybody in Melbourne in particular knows and loves Rob Mills. He yes. is Australian Idol alumni, musical theatre legend here. He's done many productions. I don't know where you're going with this. He came out with a really interesting comment in an interview he did over the weekend in one of the papers mm. where he said he's, recent, he's been dating an ABC journalist for a couple of years now. Georgie Tunney. Georgie, correct. And he said that... Something that helps their relationship is that every single month, the two of them sit down and almost have like a, a meeting where they sit down and they assess how the month went in the relationship, what they think they did well, what they need to improve on. And he swears that it's really helped continue their relationship and help them grow. Yeah, well, I think we should actually start applying that for our radio show. I think so too. I yeah. think we should get producer Jack on the mic and he can just sort of give us an in-scope review because I think we're going okay in the radio partnership. Jack? I, mean, I can tell you guys, you know, where you're improving and where you need where, where you need work, but if you don't, you know, if you can't identify it yourselves, then we've got a problem here. So let's just air our grievances and air what we're, you know, enjoying about the partnership. What's What's on your mind, fam? I think we're tracking pretty well, Bianco. What do you think? Yeah, I'd say so. I, I mean, think you could probably laugh at a couple more of my jokes. We've lasted this long. Oh, well, not when they're so poor that they should be <gasps> a joke that's come out of my mouth and not yours. Well, that's I very think rude. You just, but, oh, I, but you see what he did save. there? Good save. Yeah. Mm. I don't mind that. I wasn't saying that you had poor taste when it comes to joking. No, ability. you just said that I had better taste than you, and I appreciate that. No, that's not exactly what I said. I just said that you've been hanging around. Can we stop arguing too? already? Just, just yeah, this is the, taking the, your the time argu- already. The it's, it's it's a productive argument, Jack. Is it's, it? It's good to have product productive arguments, <laughs> productivity. Look, I mean, one of us nearly walked out over the Lilo and Stitch impersonation, and um, that was me. <laughs> well, okay, well, thanks for chiming in that way. You're welcome. 
But no, I feel like this could be something that we could use in a radio sense. I like Just to it. keep track of how the partnership's going, how the show's going, how it's tracking. So then would it work if I played this back to you like in six months' time and said, oh, this is where we are, this is where we were. And we're still fighting over who does the better stitch impression. Exactly right. And things are just getting, going downhill and getting worse. Oh, but, okay. Good cool. to see you back well, in partnership. I'm yeah. so supportive, wow. aren't I? I'm just so supportive. Wow. We are a fairly productive threesome when it comes to... Work operations, us three. Let's yeah, move very on. true. I like to think. Mm-hmm. But you know what else this also gives me the ability to do now? What? Oh no! It provides me with more content to give you a little bit of a life update with Catherine Powell. So. Oh no! Not again! It seems her life has gotten a lot better all of a sudden because we're having a productive meeting on air. And I can see you looking so much happier now, Catherine. I hate that you just have that button ready to go at any point. No, we've come to the end of the show. We have, we have. Um, Thank you so much for tuning in, guys. It's been quite the Monday morning. And if you missed it, this is a woman making trumpet with her mouth. (laughs) No, we won't go out with that. We were going so well. We just had a productive meeting, and then you've brought Chewbacca out. That is just not right. That's not Chewbacca. Who is it? It's a woman sounding maybe a little like Chewbacca, but actually doing a trumpet impersonation with a mouth. Okay. Well, this has taken a turn. I think we picked the perfect time to throw over to Colin now. We've still got a little bit of time up our sleeve. Oh, okay. Actually, you know what? No, we'll go with Amy Shark. See you on Whoa. Who chucked that in? What? You didn't hear that. Colin (laughs) just chucked in a bit of Chewbacca. (laughs) We're out of here. Thank you, Colin. See you Friday. Bye. You're listening to Carl and Catherine on 88.3 Southern FM.